Good morning, my beautiful people. I know you all have missed me. I've missed you all. I really don't know why I haven't been shooting my podcast. I really don't have no excuse. Nothing has changed. I feel like I've just been a little bit more intentional with my word. And I've really been on the go. Um, This season of my life, if I'm going to name it anything, is going to be called waiting. But you know, waiting with faith, waiting with hope, because God is definitely with me. A lot of new changes has happened. Um... But y'all, today, I really want to just go over and study with you all Joshua, something that I've learned yesterday. I really broke it down. I started to read like the outline of the Bible of the chapter, and then I go into the Word. So it's been like two, three days just on like one chapter, just so I can fully understand it. But today I'm finishing Joshua and I wanted to have you guys along with me. So first and foremost, let's pray. And then we're going to jump into the word. Father God in heaven, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for your obedience, Lord. Thank you that I'm obedient to listening to you, Father. Father, I pray over each and every person under the sound of my voice that's on this podcast, Father, that's listening in their car, that's listening at home, that's listening with a friend, Father, wherever they are, may this word bless them and may it fill them up, Father. Father, I thank you once again for waking me up early this morning just so that I can speak. I can speak out loud and speak to your people. Father God, may no nerve, no anxiety, no worry, no doubt come upon me, Father. And Father, may this be the beginning to the goodness of what you have planned for us today. Father, I thank you in your mighty son, Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen, family. So yesterday I started Joshua, like I was saying, and Joshua is really entering the promised land and I just think it's so amazing and y'all know how I bible study I'm gonna talk I don't know a few if I don't know words y'all already know the vibes I do believe that when God created me he knew I wasn't gonna be understanding half of these words but I'm gonna do the best I can so if you're following along with me I'm reading out the NIV version and really in Joshua it explains the different places that that is key places when speaking about Joshua, so we have Jericho, we have Eli, we have Mount Ebony, um, Mount Ganesum, we got Gibson, we got the Valley, we got Hazar, and we got Shaheem. So entering the promised land, after wandering for 40 years in the wilderness, a new generation is ready to enter Canaan. But first, God prepares Joshua and the nation by teaching them the importance of courage and consistent faith. The nation then mysteriously crosses the Jordan River to begin a long-awaited conquest of the promised land like Joshua. We too need faith to begin to grow in Christ. So I'm going to read a little bit of the context because like I said, I started yesterday. So today I'm actually going to pick up, after I'm done explaining everything, I'm actually going to pick up... um, the breakdown from verse one, I'm sorry, chapter one, verse six and eight. So grab your water, grab your tea. I got my kettle on, so I might just pause a little bit in a minute just because I need to go get my tea ready and it can help me stay up and not yawn on the podcast and that will be beautiful, right? (laughs) So let's start. It says, The Israelites had an opportunity to enter the promised land 39 years earlier, but they failed to trust God to give them victory. 
God did not allow them to enter in, but made them wander in the wilderness. During the, the wilderness, the Israelite taught the new generation God's law to obey so that they might enter the promised land. So I don't know about y'all, but I want to enter the promised land, you know, and before we enter the promised land, we have to go through the wilderness. And in, in our cases and in our stories and our times, the wilderness can sometimes look like a test. The waiting, the wilderness can sometimes look like delay. The waiting, the, the wilderness can sometimes look like, again, the wilderness, but really the wait, the wilderness can sometimes look like waiting. We have to wait on God and we have to remember that God promises are yes and amen. And when we ask him for certain things, why do we, we expect him to just give it to us? Man, that was just point number one. My tea is boiling. My water is boiling. So let's, let me go get my water and we'll be back. This is your time for a quick commercial break. <laughs> Sponsored by FitSam Community. If you are not following FitSam Community, we are live and active on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Spotify. We just created a platform where we can speak the word of God. We can speak the truth and we can show individuals around the world that it's not about perfection but about relationship christianity is not religion but it's about your relationship with the father so i hope you guys are encouraged to continue to listen all right family we have the tea and we are ready um so we were talking about how during the wilderness how you know god during the wilderness is where the tests and the waiting and the wilderness and the patience and all that occurs. But it has to happen for a reason because when we ask God for things, we have to remember that God isn't just going to give it to us, okay? So as children, as the children grew, they were often reminded that faith and obedience to God brought them to victory. And that is very true. So Joshua succeeded Moses as Israel leader. What qualities or qualifications did he have to become the leader of a nation? God appointed him, and you can find more of that in Numbers 27 and 18, verse, verse tw sorry, chapter 27, verse 18 through 23. Two, he was one of the only living adults who had witnessed that Egypt plagues and exodus from from Egypt. Number three, he had been Moses' personal aide for 40 years. And number four, of the 12 leaders sent to scout out the promised land, only he and Caleb showed complete confidence that God would help them conquer it. So those are just some qualifications of how Joshua became a leader. Now, if we sit back and think about our life, write it down because I'm writing the Bible study in this morning, write it down. What are some qualities and qualifications in your life that God has already equipped you with, or that you may have, have had, or you may have that, you know, God is has equipped you to be a leader. So what are some qualifications that are from God that helps you to lead the space that you are in? I know I asked that question in two different ways. So let's go ahead and write that down and just give the Lord 
a moment to speak to us of the qualifications that we have to lead the space and the spaces and the community that we are in now. Great. I hope you had a time with the Lord to be able to just hear what he was saying and what he's saying to you about the qualifications that you have to become a leader. And some of the things that spoke that that popped out to me was that I'm a people's person. I'm compassionate. I'm understanding. Now, that's just the base of it all, because if we think about where we are in life, what draws people close to us? Hmm. It's amazing. Right. So in Joshua one, verse three. It says, I will give you every place where you're, where you set your foot. As I promised Moses, your territory will extend from the desert, the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all Hittite countries and the Mediterranean Sea in the West. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people in inheriting and inherit the land I swore to the ancestors I will give them. So the Lord tells us to be strong and courageous because we will. So that that just gives you... um some clarity that he chose this generation. He said that we will lead these people to inherit the land. Let's let's write that down. I will I will lead the people to inherit the land. I love that. Now we're going to break it down. We're going to go keep going. It said book verse chapter one, verse one and two, because Joshua had assisted Moses for many years. He was well prepared to take over the leadership of the nation. Changes in leadership are common in many organizations. At such times, a smooth transition is essential for a successful established establishment of a new administration. This doesn't happen unless new leaders are trained. If you are currently in a leadership position, being being mentoring someone who will be able to take your place, then you then when you leave or are promoted, operations can continue to run effectively. If you inspire to be a leader, learn from others so that you will be prepared when the opportunity comes. I love how it says learn to be prepared because if you think about this family, if we steward what we have well now, just imagine what God is going to give to us. God is telling us that if we be a student, and we learn, we put our pride to the side, we walk in humility, we ask questions when we don't know. If we learn from others in higher positions or even in a lower position than us, then that will prepare us for the opportunities to come. Think about where you are sitting right now in your job, at school, in your community. 
Think about where you are right now and think about how can I learn from those around me because it's only going to prepare you for where God has already called you to be. Remember, God uses people to teach us. Remember that, family. Remember that. God uses people and situations to teach us. That's why it's so good to remember that life happens for us. Life happens for us because when we get a grasp of what it is that God is actually doing in our jobs, in our community, in our school, in our families, then we're able to move in this in a way that, okay, God, I'm leaning on you because I believe that this has something to do with where I'm going. In the name of Jesus, somebody needs to receive that. Because you are right now in a situation where you're like, God, where are you? And God is like, if you would just accept where you're at, then I can propel you. I can show you the doors that I already have open for you. But if you're not accepting where you're at, that means you're not giving your, yourself space to learn and to grow in the environment of where you are. And even the situation of where you are in order for him to propel you to the next level. I'm going to call this podcast, Accept Where You Are. Accept where you are. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right, we're going to go chapter one, verse one through five, breakdown. Verse five, breakdown. Um, Joshua new job consists of leading more than 2 million people into a strange new land and conquering it. What a challenge, even for the person of Joshua, Joshua's caliber. Every new job is a challenge without God. This experience can be frightening with God. It can be a great adventure. Just as God was with Joshua, he is with us as we face our new challenges. We may not conquer nations, but every day we face tough situations, setbacks, difficult peoples, and temptations. God promises, however, that he will never abandon he will never abandon us or fail to help us. When we ask God to direct us, we can be confident that he will walk with us through our life challenges. Again, when we ask God to direct us, we can be confident that he will walk with us through all of our life challenges. Think about things that you've been asking God for. Think about moves and think about prayers and just think about thoughts that you've been having asking God and think about where you are now. Are you one step closer or one step further? Now, if you're one step further, that means because you're not putting your trust in the Lord to take you one step further. Because when we doubt and when we have fear, that's, 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 that's what pulls us back. That's what holds us back. And, you know, I'm learning that the enemy really tries to come and attack our minds. We have to be very aware of what we're listening to, what we're thinking, where our thoughts are, because the Lord's promises are right here that if we're asking God for something or asking God to direct us in the ways that we should go, then we should be confident and know that he will walk with us through life challenges. And how many of us know that life challenges happens daily? 
you're probably going through a challenge right now. You're probably going through a challenge right now. But you can be confident that God is with you. But how do I how do I trust him, Sam? By just saying, Lord, I need you. But if you speak, if you call the name of Jesus, the, the darkness tremble. When you wake up in the morning, the enemy is 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 timid because he knows what God is doing with your life and my life. So be encouraged. We're gonna go to from verse six and eight. Six, six through eight. Many people think that prosperity and success come from having power, influential personal contact, and a relentless desire to get ahead. But the strategy of gain and prosperity that God taught Joshua goes against such criteria. He said that in order to succeed, Joshua must one. Listen to this, because this isn't just for Joshua. This is for us. Joshua and us may be strong and courageous because the task ahead would not be easy. Come on, somebody. Two, obey God's law. If you don't know God's law, go to Exodus 19 and read his commandments. Three, consistently read and study the book of the law, God's word. Consistently tap into your word. You can hear me today, but when you get off of this podcast, when you're done listening, ask God, God, what needed to stand out with with me what on what she's saying god teach me how to get in my word teach me how to open up the bible teach me how to hear from you teach me how to get excited when i'm reading your word it wasn't always easy for me to just jump in the bible family it surely wasn't it took years it took years and it took my last relationship to pull me away from the church world for me and I'm like, okay, pull away from the church. So let me get into my word to get into my word to understand what God is actually saying. That's when I'm able to like discern in church now what is from God and what what are they just are they just saying things because the Holy Spirit resides in me because I took that time to be intentional. And if you don't know where to start in the Bible, they have so many options of where to start and so many theories of where to start. But I can advise you guys to just start in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs is a book of wisdom. Solomon, the greatest king, the wisest king, he teaches us. So I would recommend starting in Proverbs because even God says in all you're doing, get wisdom and get understanding. And to, to get wisdom and understanding is found in Proverbs. Number three, so we got be strong and courageous because the task won't be easy. Number two, we have obey the law. Number three, consistently reading the Bible, the word to be successful, follow God's word to Joshua. You may not succeed by the world's standards, but you will be, you will be a success in God's eyes and his opinion and rewards are more important than anything that the world has to offer. I feel like somebody needs to hear that again. Take out the world standards of how the world sees you and remember that you will be successful in God's eyes and his opinion and rewards are more important than anything that the world can offer. He's telling us three simple things to follow. 
and he's teaching us how to follow them. Thank you to Joshua because now we know we must be strong and courageous, obey the law, and read his word. And although the world may not approve of you, God is approving of you and his reward is way more important. That's why he says, store up your treasures in heaven. Sit on that, ponder on that for a second. Where in my life do I think I need to fit into the world? God, reveal it to me. Sit in it, think about it. We'll be back. I pray that the Lord was able to just reveal to you the truth of how and what he's saying to you. And, and I pray he continues to strip us from the world's view and help us to look at ourselves in his view. Again, this podcast is sponsored by Fit Sam Community, where she begs for nothing, believes she can have everything, and she knows for a fact that she's a good thing. This podcast is here to build up and lift up and to inspire and to teach us in the world that it's not about perfection. It's about relationship and Christianity. It's about your relationship with the Father. Now we're going to go into chapter one, verse seven and eight, seven through eight. How strange it sounds today to equate success with obedience. For many, success means controlling others. For Joshua, it meant being controlled by God. God told Joshua that success, that to succeed, he must obey the rules of living found in God's law. The living found in God's law. Often we can't see the result of future benefits of following God will be. Wow. Often we can't see what the result or future benefits of following God will be. When we are not certain what to do, obedience to what God has revealed in scripture is the only sure step that we can take. Resolve to set aside time each day to read and think about God's word. Remind yourself of God's word day in and day out. Act today on what you know God has said, and he will assure your success in carrying out his promise. Wow. If this this word isn't for us, then I don't know. I feel like any season of your life that you're in right now, man, this is so evident. Often we cannot see the results or the future benefits of following God, God's will be. When we are not certain what to do, obedience to what God has revealed in scripture is the only sure step we can take. Resolve to set a time each day to read and to think about God's word. Remind yourself of God's word, words day in and day out. Act today on what you know God has said. And he will assure your success in carrying his purpose. Keyword. Act today. Act today. Act today today act today on what you know god has said and he will assure your success in carrying out his purpose who verses 12 through 15 during the previous year the tribes of rebanon and ged and the half tribe of messanon had asked moses if 
they could settle just east of the promised land. The area offered excellent purest land for their large flock. Moses agreed to give them the land on one condition, that they help their fellow tribes enter and conquer the promised land. Only after the land had been conquered could they return to their homes. Now that now the time had come for these three tribes to live up to their end of the agreement. When others has helped us achieve our goals, we should try to help them achieve theirs. Stop and think about the goals you have achieved and any success you are enjoying. Who helped you along the way? Have you done all you can to help them as they have helped you? Hello, somebody, you listening? Need to turn it a little louder? What? Stop and think about the goals you have achieved and the successes you are enjoying. Who helped you along the way? Have you done all you can to help them as they have helped you? Man, I'm so grateful for the people that has helped me, my mentors, the people that has believed in me. I'm just so grateful. But because of them, I'm able to pass it forward. Hence, that's why we're here. So think about your life. Think about who has helped you along the way. Whether you're where you want to be or you're in the process of getting to where you want to be. Who have helped you to get where you are? Who has God put on your path to help you to get where you are? Let's think about that for a second. Now I want to challenge you. Now that you've thought about who has helped you, I want you to act on it. Today, I want you to think about ways that you can help and pay it forward and or text that person that has helped you in your life in some way, shape or form, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and just tell them thank you. Thank you for your obedience in my life. Thank you. Whatever the Holy Spirit puts on your heart that you need to say to them, I want to challenge you to reach out and do not disregard this message and this challenge because you don't understand how your words can impact other people's life, especially the ones that want to see you win and succeed. Verse 16, if anyone has tried the breakdown, if anyone had tried to conquer the promised land in their own way, Chaos would have resulted. In order to complete the enormous task of conquering the land, everyone had to agree that the leaders planned to be willing to support and obey him. If we are going to complete the task God has given us, we must fully agree to his plan, pledge ourselves to obey it, and work together with others to put his principles into action. Agreeing to God's plan means both knowing what the plan is, as found in the Bible, and carrying it out daily. So Joshua already told us that we must seek the word, be strong, obey his law, and consistently read. That's how we hear from God. That's how we know what it is that God has wants us to do daily. And that's how we get in agreement and alignment with his will on our lives. Last but not least, verse 18. Verse 18, I want to read it out loud. 
I'm going to start at verse 16. Then they answered Joshua, whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you sent us, we will go. Just as we fully obeyed Moses, we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey it, whatever you have commanded them will be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. When God commissioned Joshua after Moses' death, he told him three times to be strong and courageous. Here, Joshua is given the same kind of encouragement from the people. Apparently, he took God's message to heart and he found the strength and courage he needed in his relationship with God. The next time you are afraid to do what you know God is calling you to do, remember that strength and courage are readily available from him. That's just a reminder God is with us. He has spoken so loudly to us this morning. Now it's time for us to put it into action. Now it's time for us to obey. Father God in heaven, as we come to you right now, we want to say thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for your promises. Father God, as we continue to go amongst this day, Father, for we don't know what today holds, Father, but we do know who holds it. So, Father God, I just ask that you would give us strength, strength that's only found in relationship with you. Father, I pray that as we heard this word this morning, Lord, that we will obey and we will understand that it's not easy. But just as you promised Joshua, you said to be strong and courageous because we're not in this alone, Father. And you're, we're not fighting this battle on our own, Father. So wherever there there is doubt wherever there is distraction wherever there's turmoil lord and in, in the in my mind or the minds of anyone under the sound of my voice father i ask that it would cease right now in the name of jesus and i just ask that you would come over us and cover us with comfort and peace father i pray that we would show up today in the world with light and with joy father i thank you for the obedience i thank you for the moments of silence that we were able to have this morning father i pray that somebody would hear this word and know that it needs to be carried on forward so father in your son jesus name i thank you holy spirit thank you for being with me because lord everything you said once again was from you so i thank you for aligning this word lord i thank you that the the hearts that it was rooted in and it was planted in father i pray that and i know that it'll bear good fruit father i thank you that you see us right where we are i thank you that we're not alone so, Father, today we place the armor of God all upon us, starting with the helmet of salvation. I'm sorry, the helmet, the shield. Protect our minds, Lord, our hearts, our feet, our hands. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. Be encouraged. For God is with you.